Season 2, Space Cadets and the Pirates of the Outer Rim. Written by Brent Winzek and Jordan Stein. Sound design by Chris Chenegay and Man of Science Studios. Executive produced by the Jimmy Will Company. Episode 7, From the Ashes. Get to your battle stations! Defend the point, you bloody scoundrels! ISF fighters fly in low over the city, firing into the streets. The cadets duck behind the Devil's End Saloon as an anti-aircraft cannon from the keep hammers the invaders. Looks like backup's here. No, that's not right. This is an invasion force. I thought we had 21 hours! Sutherland said we have 21 hours! Clearly he lied. We need to get out of here. Where the hell is Livet Croy? Oh, Nemegayan, I need the data call. Affirmative. In the demon stork cockpit, Livic sits with her gun trained on the hatch door. Datacom coordinates received. Bingo. Would you like to alter course? Oh, hell yeah. The demon stork launches, weaving through the carnage in the skies. On Devil's End, the cadets reach the city limits. As they pass the barricades, Argyle Sox glances over his shoulder. He shudders to a halt, pointing to the sky north of the city. What the hell is that? That is a Liberator-class starship! Fully equipped ISF fort buried atop cleaving twin hulls. It's designed to occupy hostile enemy territory. They're so powerful that Pan Motion refused to construct one. So who didn't refuse? The cadets watch as the Liberator descends on Smith's Point. Its twin hulls slice the bay waters and cannons flash as it rips through Elaborab's forces. It runs itself aground, tearing through docks and buildings before it settles, supplanting dozens of city blocks. Cell has been activated automatically. Hey, hold on. Thank you for activating Cell. We'll be with you shortly. Wait, is that... Huh. What is it? It's black sand. It's just a trunk full of black sand. Ah. Oh no. Where have I heard that before? Clip talk? Yeah? Any idea what a liberator would be carrying? Hey? Would they carry anything other than soldiers and ships? Hey! What? Esther Blonde? Cliptox crates freaking out! Jablon points at the sand, where the granules tremble, enveloping themselves in fleshy lumps and spilling over the sides of the crate, growing larger and larger. Get away from the crate! What's it doing? The cadets back away from the crate as it topples over, spilling the mutating forms. Behind them, 
A writhing mass of bodies moves through the shadows, flooding the streets with brutish cavemen. They are identical, resembling Beniti Juan Valerno's robust frame, reddish-brown beard, and the distinct gap between his front teeth. Get down! Run! Head for the tree line! Argyle! Yeah? These are Beniti cones. I had noticed. The dead guy from Lassaport? I think they came from Liberator. The ISF ship? No way! Yeah, and there's a second Liberator coming in hot! Hank points to the night sky, where his second Liberator dives into the atmosphere at an unbelievable angle. Stanek hesitates for a moment, looking at his friends, then back to the cell crate several yards away. Goliath and energy. I think I can buy you enough time to get out of here. Walt, you can't. I just need enough power and these things will burst into dust. It's the only way. Garamas not wield the light in this way. Captain! Gully never gain! Come back! Captain Stanning bolts into Smith's point. The clones from the crate gnashing and leaping as they chase him towards the second liberator and the roaring fire. In Corduroy Keep, Vera Caltaine stops in the hole where the sky bridge had been pulling rubble off of the lab wrap. Lord Smith! <clears throat> What's that sound? Vera hefts Captain Labrap from the crumbled stone and shards of glass, looking up to see the second Liberator charging the city at full speed. Murray! Comms is still down, sir. What the hell is that guy doing? What do you mean, why is he running towards the ISF battleship? I haven't the foggiest. He with the militia? No, he's a space cadet and a damn fool. From Corduroy Keep, they watch Captain Stanek rush into town. He fights against his seizing body as his arm glows pink, then his torso with it. His energy constricts around the second liberator and it droops in the air. Market Street teams with Beniti clones drawn to Stanek's commotion. Vera, get down! The molten pink light cuts through the Liberator and incinerates all the clones in a half-mile radius. Galina McGahan! Walt! The demon stork flies in above the cadets, dropping tethers from the cargo bay. Jablon, Hank, and Kliptok are hoisted up, but Argyle waits. Nemagayan! Through the smoke and fire, he sees a figure moving towards him. Whoa! <laughs> Argyle? Look, we can't leave yet. Who'd we lose? Captain Stanek and the Candelonian. No turning back. Second wave is breaking atmosphere. If I don't leave now, none of us is making it out of here. Close the hatch. Hatch closing. The demon stork ferries the space cadets away from the burning city. Peering out the cargo bay window, Argyle hangs his head, 
seeing no trace of the captain or the Candelonian. Back at the keep, a lab rap and Vera emerge from cover. Oh? This is Captain Elaborap. Does anyone read me? Over. We've got him. Where are you? In the keep. Captain, I can be there in two minutes. Murray, I'll get them. I can be there in 30 seconds. Elaborap, get to the roof of the warehouse next door and hold out there. We'll be there. Vera, this way. Moving swiftly, Elaborap leaps from the battlements of Corduroy Keep, rolling onto the roof of a neighboring warehouse. What the hell is that? It's coming from the wreckage of the second Liberator. What are those things? They're human clones devolved into savage beasts. Oof, they're hideous. Grab the tethers and let's go! Sturgis, don't fly so low! As Sturgis drops tethers from the ship, Benidi clones in the streets clamber over one another to reach the lines. They crawl up into the belly of the rambling stag. Sergeant! What's happening out there? Copy that. Vestan, come in! We fear the worst, sir. Labrat and Vera stand back to back as the Beniti clones climb up the side of the warehouse. They spill out onto the roof, and the building shudders, caught in the flames of the stag's wreckage. Murray, how close are you? Still about 30 seconds out. Vera's gun dies, and she draws her sword, hacking at the clones as they bite and scratch. Vera, don't get too close to them! I can handle my- Vera! Elaborap stands his ground on the roof, where the clones close in. Silhouetted against the fire, the leader of the group convulses, its body contorting at ungodly angles. It stops, adjusts its posture, and sneers. <laughs> Hello, Captain. You'll have to try harder than that. When will you learn, Captain? Death is not my foe. The clones leap at a labyrinth, who fires into them repeatedly. Their blood soaks his beard, and he feels nails and teeth puncture his flesh. Blinding pain washes over him before the Hologian Stingray swoops in, torching the clones where they stand. Eldadip dangles from the ship's belly, scooping up Captain Elaborat. We're in. Get us the hell out of here, Murray. How is he? I've got him, but it's... Bad. 
really bad. I'll meet you in Med Bay. The Helogian Stingray slinks into thick gray clouds gathering over the coast. In an act of mercy, the pre-dawn sky opens up, quenching the fire still raging in the streets of Smith's Point. Amongst the wreckage at the water's edge, Nemegayan nudges an unconscious Stanek. Two ISF soldiers trapes through the rubble. Their flashlights dance over Nemegayan, who clings to Stanek like a mother to its nest. More corpses over here. Light them up, all of them. Those are the orders. I hear something. Here! That's a Candelonian. Admiral! Over here! What is it? We've got a Candelonian here, sir. Show me. Wait! At the soldier's feet, a clone rolls over, writhing before them. What are these things? And what's wrong with them? Behind them, a maimed clone stands, aiming a pistol. I'm afraid that's confidential. My glasses. Here, sir. Beniti Juan Valerno perches his glasses atop his nose, distinguishing himself from the clones. Still no sign of the second cell crate, sir. But look at this. God be praised. I believe I understand you, but my, my primal tongue cannot speak your language. Do you understand me? What is it you desire? This man here? Well, he looks familiar. Anything you require, I will provide. God wills it. What's he saying about this man? Who is he? This is Walter Stanek. He's the one who attacked the second Liberator. The space cadets lost their goddamn minds out here. I'll put out a warrant. Oh, don't be all doom and gloom, Admiral. We've won the day. Smith's point is yours and Elaborap has fled. The light shines on us today. How can I serve the Oath of Eight? You stay here and fight your little war. Keep the military in the outer rim and let me know if more provisions are required. Use as many ships as you need, Admiral. Every last one. Understand? I do. I must return to Cliptorgia at once. The Candelonian and Captain Stanick are coming. What's he saying now? Something about Gurath. I recognize the word from ancient text, but I cannot say I know its meaning. Does he hear the call?
Two days later, La Orca Cansada, a tired old rest station painted to look like a killer whale, drifts among the stars. The demon stork is docked at stern, tucked between two large freighters. Inside, the cadets sit at a booth, sharing a plate of tapas. Jablon sips a pint of beer as Hank stares out a large bay window. At the bar, Livick crosses her arms as the robot running the joint shakes its head. But we're in space. Isn't it all alien liquor? No, estoy programado para hablar inglés. Tendre Cinco Tiros de Tequila. There's a ship to starboard. Engine power decreasing. What? Is it invisible or something? Clientes entrando en puerta número 8. Rylon's hulking, furry frame lumbers through the doorway, holding his hands high. Lower your weapons. I am unarmed. Name yourself, or we lower nothing. My captain requests an audience. Then tell Lord Smith to come talk to us right here. Labarap is not my captain. Rylon sets a piece of black cloth on the table. It bears a red phoenix on a shield. I come with the Marauder's Mark. For who? For all of you. Thank God you're all right. Behind him, Demaria Cole marches in. She wears a pirate coat and her tattoos have multiplied, but there's no mistaking her strawberry blonde hair. She grins at the cadets. Demaria? I know about Smith's Point, I know about Walt, and I want to help. How did you find us? You're flying around in a ship with a face on it. What did I say? Wait, I'm sorry, Demaria. You're with the Phoenix Marauders? Yes, it's a complicated story, but my family founded the Marauders during the Outer Rim Rebellion, and we've controlled them ever since. You? Yes, look, I promise I'll explain all that as we go, but first we need to focus on Walt. Will you help me? What can we do? Bring it in. Two pirates march in, carrying a black crate. As they set it down, Cliptox sees the glowing green lock. Attention. Please complete the sequence. You can start by answering one very important question. Who is Beniti Juan Villano? Next time on Space Cadets. On the next season of Space Cadets Radio, our heroes find themselves making unexpected alliances to prevent the Candlelight Order from overthrowing the ISF. What will be the fate of Nemegayan and Captain Stanek? And who is Beniti Juan Valerno? Find out in Season 3, Space Cadets and the Call of Zeremoth. Get production updates on Season 3 and explore the universe with our Space Cadets Compendium at SpaceCadetsRadio.com.
This has been a Space Cadets Radio production.